0: What comes to mind when you think about life, your life, the lives of those you love? Would you be willing to save a loved one's life? Of course, but have you ever stopped and thought about saving the lives of others? Welcome to Let's Talk About Life, a weekly podcast brought to you by LifeBank, the organ, eye, and tissue recovery agency in Northeast Ohio. Donation can be a complicated subject, but when it is broken down, it is really all about life. So spend a few minutes as we unravel the complexities of donation. So come on, let's talk about life.
1: As a 26 year old, the adult life of Alex Fletcher was just about to launch. He recently received a promotion at his day job and a friend got him a spot on the Cleveland Indians ground crew as a side gig. He was handsome, healthy, and had a heart of gold. Overall, a wonderful young man loved by so many family and friends. Imagine then the depth of shock and despair when Alex was found dead in his room with no apparent cause. Hi, you're listening to episode 37 of Let's Talk About Life. I'm your host, Colleen Gerber, two-time kidney recipient and Proud Life Bank staff member. We continue our series of stories from the bridge to life with another poignant episode. Greg and Sandy Fletcher join me to talk about their son, Alex, and how tissue donation and LifeBank has impacted their grief journey. Greg and Sandy, thank you so much for being here today.
2: Thanks for having us.
1: Thank you. Greg, talk a little bit about Alex and share what he liked and and who he was.
2: Well, I always like to say that he's the, the better parts of me. You know, he cared about people, he was outgoing, he had a bright future, I guess everybody says about their kids, but there was really something a little different about him. And didn't dream to be a, to be a member of the grounds group or for the Cleveland Indians, but he was aspirational about his life and where he was going. And this was just a, a step of exposure to, you know, a different world. And who knows where it goes from there. But he was, um, he was a, a great, great kid.
1: Was he your only child?
2: no we have other children he was the youngest he had a, a real future his personality was so engaging that you know the sky was the limit it was he was just coming into at that age starting to connect the dots about how to progress in life and it was just the uh, unfortunate circumstances i guess that he passed away just the outpouring of a number of People who felt like they were sincerely his best friend, which is you know impossible to be everybody's best friend, but he came as close to it as I've ever seen. There was something special about him. He had a full time job, obviously day job, but he was doing well there. He was you know up for promotion, and uh, the Indians' opportunity came along because a friend of his was on the grounds crew there, and he kind of took to it. He was very detailed. He liked, you know, straight lines and clean cars. He was a car fanatic in terms of the care of, of being meticulous about it. So it's kind of fit his personality that, you know, the white lines would be straight and the bases would be clean, and that sort of thing.
1: How wonderful. Sandy, can you explain what caused Alex's death?
3: On the, the day he passed, I actually found him in his, his room and he'd already passed and called the, the police and they came in and did what they had to do and brought the medical examiner in and so mm-hmm. forth and it was never determined a uh, cause of death. They, you know, did an autopsy and pharmacology and so forth and this death certificate just says unknown.
1: Was Alex a registered donor or was this something that you had talked to him about?
3: Alex was not a registered donor and we had never really discussed it, but when the opportunity came to give, I knew just because of his personality that he would want to do something like that.
1: Had you known about donation, about LifeBank previous to the unfortunate night that Alex passed?
3: I did. I had the opportunity of teaching at Beaumont High School for uh, nine years. And during those nine years, Marsha Burke would come in from LifeBank and talk to the girls about Life Bank and about her kidney. She was a recipient, actually, and how she felt her daughter, Bridget, was her miracle child because she thought because of her transplant that she would never be able to conceive. So I was very familiar with the organization.
1: Marsha Burke is a longtime Life Bank volunteer, and her original transplant has lasted well over 30, 35 years, and she's really approaching 40 years, which is a little bit of a miracle, I think. Alex had saved dozens of people. He was able to donate corneas, heart valves, and other tissue. Greg, can you talk about how that impacted you?
2: Well, you know, I was probably the least receptive to the process. I mean, the the call comes in from Life Bank at an unexpected time, and and I was just saying earlier that if I had answered the phone, we probably wouldn't be talking now. But just the fact that a part of him continues on, and given his personality, he was very helpful with people. Like Sandy said, it wasn't that he had it on his driver's license, but his approach to life was that of being helpful. And it was so fitting that some part of him continue on.
3: And I think we were both very proud of the opportunity to donate, and we actually put in his obituary that one of his last acts of kindness was
1: the donation to the life bank. Oh, that's amazing. That's amazing. Since the time of his death, have you been involved with Life Bank?
2: Both of us had interactions, some more than others, me probably more, the most in uh, terms of counseling. Because obviously, something like that, um, I was pretty angry at the time. And uh, the grief counseling that was provided has been tremendously helpful to me and Sandy. And both, both of us participated in a couple of workshops. It's been helpful, really, unexpectedly helpful. And the workshops
3: were, were excellent. We did the one for parents that had lost children. And just meeting with other people that were under the same circumstances, that we were, it gave us a form to express our feelings and to check on, we're not crazy. We were all going to the same types of situations. And then the uh, second year out, we went through the writing course where we were able to express ourselves by journaling and sharing stories. So both of those workshops were exceptional. And we also went in on some of the little quickies, like, you know, getting through the holidays that were just a couple of hours that were offered at the LifeBank. So um, I would just say the LifeBank has been a lifeline for us.
1: We are so dedicated to donor families. We say heal and and save lives, but often we, people don't think about healing the lives of the donor families, you know, automatically goes to thinking of the recipients. Healing the lives of the donor family is as important.
2: We participated in this over the edge, basically to rappel down a building, one of the taller buildings in downtown Cleveland. And in that process, Alex's friends were able to raise quite a bit of money for Life Bank. I think it helps everybody, even the people that just gave five dollars or something it's continued his life in some respect
1: yeah wasn't it colin and was it zach
2: zach yeah Uh, yeah and basically i got to go up on the roof to see Colin go over the edge literally like he was a swat team member or something (laughs) uh and uh you know but it it did something for everybody we got to honor his friend and it was good.
1: It's an unusual fundraising event for us. We always compare it to the fear that's out there, fear of registering to be a donor, fear of being on that waiting list and not getting the call in time. And I think it demonstrates that very nicely.
2: Yeah, yeah. Colin Jackson did a good job. But I went over the edge and like I said, it's not a trivial thing that he did and it was safe. But it just looked very dangerous you know, to stand up that oh, high yeah. and go over the edge there. That was good.
3: But you know, and, and the whole thing is, all this is connected because um, through this, we had another friend um, who reached out to me to be on um, Eversight's board, cornea transplant oh and so forth. But I've become engaged with them and then been in fundraisers for MOTEF for years. And oh, so I know the God. message, like we say, for you know minorities to donors is yeah is, to register you know.
1: for donors. <laughs> Sandy, we know that traditionally minority and uh, multicultural communities are more hesitant to sign up to be a registered organ, eye, and tissue donor.
3: Yes, I would say that what we really need is more education in terms of what the process is involved. And getting that out to the minority community. I think there's some misconceptions and what people will do in terms of if you're injured, will they give you all the necessary help if you've registered as a donor, which we know is false. But you know, just the idea that there are so many minorities that need kidneys, that need different organs because of the high rate of hypertension and diabetes that we have as a group of people, we need to become more educated and um, be in a position to help other people with donations.
1: Is there anything else you want to share about Alex and your experience with Life Bank, Greg?
2: I appreciate the counseling to be honest with you. Just giving you some simple things like books to read or sharing passages from other articles or, or things with you. Just and to give you a place to, to deal with the issues, what you're really feeling about what's going on or what you've been through, uh, it's been very helpful to me because, um, you know, I'm not the the most forgiving kind of person. Or, you know, if I'm irritated about something, it stays with me for a while. And I, and I think the counseling from Life Bank has helped me kind of pick myself up a little bit from time to time. And it's, it was ongoing you know it's not just for a couple of days or a couple of meetings it is very continuous and available you know which is appreciated
3: life bank has made this whole process a lot easier um, you know be it through your outreach be it through the facebook page where you could connect with you know other families be it through the fundraising activities and the walks and so forth one of the things that we learned through our grief counseling is that you want to keep your lost one in in mind. You want to call him by name, and so this way we can just keep Alex's legacy living.
1: Well, I had the opportunity to see many photos of Alex, a handsome young man to say the least, and he, it sounds like he had a beautiful heart to match.
2: And I think Alex—he was very agreeable to helping people. You know, he was just a a giving person. Like I said before, he's the better part of me. You know, he became naturally him to do good and be helpful.
1: So that was just who he was. He was just a good guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sandy and Greg, I thank you so much for being with us today and sharing your story and sharing a little bit about Alex and how his gift of life has enabled him to live on. Listeners, we encourage you to visit our website, lifebanc.org, to learn more about organ and tissue donation. You can explore stories of recipients, donor families, or of those waiting. Or, if you're more interested, click on About Donation and learn how the donation process really works. Then at the bottom of the screen click that button to become a registered organ, eye, and tissue donor. As always, I thank you for listening to this episode, and I invite you back next week. And come on, let's talk about life.
0: Thank you for listening to Let's Talk About Life, the podcast that is changing lives. Organ, eye, and tissue donation is truly All about life, life given, life received, and lives saved and healed. If you have questions about today's podcast, reach out to us at infolifebank.org or visit LifeBank.org for more information. If you are already a registered donor, we thank you. If you are not, take a few minutes to do something heroic and register to be an organ donor by saying yes at the BMV or online at LifeBank.org. Literally. Someone's life is depending on it. Donate life.